Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And this is the Monday Mindset episode where we talk about the tips, the tools, and the strategies to help you shift your thinking during the week. So this is another topic that has been sent to me multiple times, so I'm going to cover it today. Their reaction is not your responsibility. Okay. So we work with women who have a story to share, a story to overcome, and some of their stories will blow your mind. I like everything from addiction, abuse, um, oh, just I, so many things. And yes, they're heavy. So sometimes it makes you wonder, people ask me and they say, how do you work with things that are so heavy? Because I don't focus on the heaviness on it. I focus on what they can do with their story and what life is like for them when they overcome their story. So today, as we dive into this, I want to share the perspective of a question that I get asked a lot. People say, I want to do more with my story. I want to help people with my lessons that I learned. I don't have a clue where to start. I don't know how to work through this. I don't know how to overcome it. And really at the heart of all of this is the feeling of what will they say? What will people think? What will they say to me? How am I going to handle the shock and the awe from all of these people? And I want you first to know that that is putting a ton of energy into a story that doesn't even exist yet. So it's putting your energy into the future that of a time that hasn't even happened and doesn't even exist. So that's a waste of energy. I know I've done it. I don't want you to waste your time and energy doing that. I want you to think about instead listening to these few steps that I'm going to share with you to maybe help to shift this. So first off, when you get stuck in thinking, what will they think? I literally want you to ask yourself, who are they? Who are they? Like, who are they? We keep calling they and putting this out there and we let this imaginary bubble of the word they stop us from showing up in our life. Because a lot of times we think about all of our family, all of the people on the journey with us, and really no one's judgment impacts us more than the judgment we give ourselves. So maybe the they is and actually an us and is that we have to work through. So that's the first thing. The second is, is that When you can craft your message, when you can pull your lessons out of your story, when you can learn how to share them and you can learn how to really create a business of impact, there's a few things that you really want to do with your message. Okay. So here's the first thing. Speak with respect. We always, always want to speak with respect. If you have a story that you are looking at sharing and it involves other people, which is always the case 
you speak with respect. You speak as though they are in the room with you and you speak as though you are only speaking from your space. You are not sharing someone else's story. You're not sharing someone else's perspective. You are speaking 100% about yourself and that is what vulnerability is. That's why it's so damn uncomfortable because nobody wants to do it. So you speak from respect. You speak from a space of knowing how you are sharing your story as if they were in the room with you. Second, be clear on your intentions. See the bigger picture. So this is the intention of why do you feel called to share your story? A number of the women who reach out to me, they say, I feel like I'm supposed to do something with this, but I don't have a clue where to start. I don't have a clue what to do, but I feel called to. So this is really for you if you if this speaks to you. If you feel called to, you feel called to for a reason. It's because you have either seen me do it, you've seen someone else do it, and you look at it and go, maybe my story is for something better. So you are in the intention of seeing this bigger picture of helping somebody with it. If you're in the space of, I can't wait to share all the crappy parts of the story and show everyone how it's not my fault and it's someone else's, I strongly encourage you to drop the idea until you're in the space. I make light of it, but I don't because you can't speak until you're in a space of letting go of the anger, letting go of the resentment, and really owning your own choices in your story. So being clear on your intention, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. See the bigger picture. When I wrote my book, When She Stopped Asking Why, not everybody in my circle agreed with what I was doing, but I knew the intention of why I wanted to do it. I knew what I wanted to do with it. I knew I wanted to help people I had never even met yet. I knew that. I knew this story was for something more than just us and that the lessons that I learned could serve a really good purpose out there to help others who were stuck in their story. That was my intention. My intention was never to exploit anyone, to point blame, and to share parts of my story that I didn't want to share. See, this is the thing. There's parts of my story in my life in dealing with teen substance abuse that are never, ever going to make it on a podcast, a book, a story, anything, because they don't serve a purpose and I'm not here to hurt anyone. I speak on my story and my perspective. So when you stay clear on that intention, that makes a big, big difference. Third, speak with perspective. So this means that you, if you've heard this podcast before, you've heard me share in your story versus on your story. When we're in our story, we're still seeing ourselves as a victim and our story is happening to us. We are not in a space of seeing that our story has happened for us. I know this, I spent a long time here. So speaking with perspective means that you have worked through the lessons of your story. You have let go of some of the anger, resentment, you've learned how to forgive, and you've understood that your story has a much bigger purpose and that you are meant to maybe do something with it and that the lessons are there and that, yes, some horrible things have happened to you. But staying in that story and playing it over and over is not changing or fixing you. Learning perspective is understanding that that story has made you who you are and who you are is one incredible badass human being. So love that because you wouldn't be who you are today without your story. It's made you who you are. That's the perspective that I'm talking about. Number four, this is important. 
own what is yours and let the rest go. Like seriously, let the rest go. Own what's yours. That means your actions, your reactions, your choices, what you do, how you show up, how you tackle every day, how you speak, all of that is yours. You get to own that. And that is your responsibility. All of it. That is your responsibility. So I want you to own the crap out of that because that's yours to own. That is when you find your own personal powers, when you learn how to speak from that space. The last one is stop playing small. Like here's the last tip. Stop playing small. Honestly, if you feel called to do something with your story, stop playing small. Stop letting fear get in the way. Stop letting your limiting beliefs drive the train. Stop, stop, stop. Stop letting all of these fears stop you from living the life that you are meant to live. Stop, just stop. Sounds harsh, I know. When you follow these steps, and these are only some of the steps, how you speak is going to ruffle some people. It will trigger people. It will make people uncomfortable. But guess what? That's what change comes from. That is literally what change comes from. That's the only way we can instigate change. Triggers come at us, and then we decide if we want to create change from that. So when we speak about the difficult things in life, we will, we will ruffle feathers. It's going to happen. We will trigger others. But if we don't set out to do it in a space, like if we can set out to do it from the intentions of putting good out into the world, helping others, speaking with respect, seeing that bigger picture, being so clear on your intentions, owning what is yours and letting everything else go and making the decision to stop playing small, then the reaction of others is not your responsibility. It's not your responsibility. How you show up is your responsibility. How others choose to react to what you say, if you do it with the right intention, is not. It speaks more to where they are at in their journey. And understand, some people will stay at that space in their journey for their entire life because they're not interested in change. They're not interested in shifting. They're not interested in learning new tools. And that is fine. You have to learn how to let go of that being okay because it's not your responsibility. I have conversations all the time with people and they're like, oh, I understand what you're talking about. I understand what you're saying. I get it. It's not your responsibility. And then the next sentence is, but how do I get them to see it? How do I get them to understand? How do I get them to know what I'm doing? You don't. You don't. It's not your job. Your job is to lead yourself, lead by example. And if they choose to decide to learn how to do something differently, maybe they will learn by watching you or maybe not. But do not let your ability to show up in the world be dictated by how everyone else is going to take it. Because, oh dear God, that is a tremendous amount of energy that you are wasting, that you could be using to learn how to speak, help, support, and impact others. Not everyone is meant to understand. They're just not. And that's okay. Like literally just say, that's okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's not yours to own. 
So their reaction is not your responsibility, but all of the other things that we talked about and how you choose to show up, act, respond, speak, all of those things is your responsibility. Take massive ownership for your own part in your story. Please do that. When you do that and when you learn how to own your choices, you literally, literally own your life. I'm dead serious. You own your life and you can create massive change and impact in the world. If this lands, I would love to hear what your takeaways are. Please feel free to share it. Tag me on social media and stay tuned for all of the good, good things that are coming down this way, because I'm here to help you to create massive change in your life and shift and growth and all the uncomfortable things. But man, that's where the beauty comes from. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. <laughs>